Hi, and welcome to The Big Schmear, a podcast about Jewish food, its history, and culture. I'm your host, Beth Schenker, and today I'm welcoming Zanash from Ras Dashim, a wonderful Ethiopian restaurant in Chicago. And I'm also welcoming her granddaughter, Nebi. So um, welcome, Zanash, and welcome, Nebi, to The Big Schmear. Thank Thank you. So happy to have you here today. Thank you. Sometimes when I'm doing interviews, I wind up in odd places. Today, not so odd, but I like to tell my listeners where I'm at. And so um, today I am at Ras Dashan, which is an Ethiopian restaurant in Chicago. And you don't hear lots of people or kitchen noises because they're closed. (laughs) We got to come in while it was quiet. And it's just a great restaurant. Of course, I've eaten here before. And it's just a really welcoming place. And I see a lot of artwork on the walls. Were the paintings done by anyone you know? Did yes, you collect these? Yes, you know, I, I pay for it. You uh, bought somebody, them? Yeah, somebody. A family friend. Oh, yeah. they're beautiful. Yes. Really beautiful. Yes. Just part of what makes the restaurant really unique and feel so comfortable. Thank you. I thought we'd maybe start, Zanash, and you can tell me a little bit about your background, and I know you grew up as an Orthodox Jewish girl in Ethiopia. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about what your life was like back then. My life uh, really was perfect when I was six years old. My dad, he was, uh, I should talk about it. Only if you are yeah. comfortable, otherwise yeah. no worries. Yeah, my dad really, he was really, every Saturday, Friday, he reading the Torah, the Shabbat night, and the bread, everything. And my, my dad really, he was, he's good. He's just a little rich, and he has a lot of family, a friend, guest. They come and really just, I was really queen, the princess, like mm-hmm. my mom, just uh, the whole family, just my, everything was so good. And then my dad, he died. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, he'd been killed. He was fighting for about Ethiopia and Jewish freedom. So after that, really, we collapsed a little bit. Not then... My mom really, she had five kids, young woman, very small, small children. Well, that's a, that's a, that's hard work. Yes. And then after that, my, and then she's few, we, a year ago, like that, and then she figured how to live, how to raise kids. Mm-hmm. And then her family, they tell her, married other men, no. Five kids, different husband, the father, no. She start work, uh, the ceramic uh, things, you know, Javana, what do you call that? What, the Javana, the pot. Uh, oh, pottery. Pottery, oh. yes. Ah, okay. Yeah. I start really when I... You learned how to do this as well? Yes. I just start halbar, And then I became really very, very... Well done, educated. She's my mom. She becomes famous. Really, she has a lot of gift. Ah, and then just, and then my brothers, only girls, me, 
And then they start working with the, uh, un uh, my uncles working. They watch uh, goat, uh, mm -hmm. think hairy. And then it's everything is really, it's hard, very hard. Uh -huh. And the hard for me is really, there is no freedom. Right. We have very bad name. That's and bothered me so much. So it was clearly not easy to be Jewish in Ethiopia. No, no, not no, a, no, not no, a welcome none all, thing. No, not all. It's very bad. It's happened very bad. Like, you know, what happened a long time ago in Germany. Right, right. Because we don't have news. We don't have a TV. No media. Right, but no way to find out what was yes, going on but around you. It's happened very bad. Nobody know it. So I see it when I grow up, too many bad things. But you have to be strong. Mm -hmm. You have to be strong. So it sounds like you were, your mother and you were making pottery. That was a way to ma make yes. a living. Make a living, yes. Would you say that cooking or eating traditional foods, did that play an important role or did that help you in some way get through all these difficult times? Yeah. We prepare every single day, three times we prepare food because we don't have refrigerator. Oh. You understand? That would, yes, that would make and things very And we ground our flowers. Mm -hmm. Every time we ground, we collect water, so we go far away, bring water, wood, everything. There is no stove, there is no light, there is no nothing. So you have to do everything scratch. We make the breakfast, and lunch, mm -hmm. and dinner. So, so even cooking was a lot of yes, work, yes, not just all this work. other work that you yeah. were doing. And then the good things, everybody helped each other. The family. There's, I grew up with my grandpa, my, my grandma, and my, my uncles. And only my aunts, they live far away because they married different. They live. So... I just, too many just holidays, too many uh, Shabbat, they prepare, they start Wednesday to for Friday because they ground things, everything. So they cook too many, the wedding, Rosh uh, Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Passover, mm -hmm. and the food is really just, Everybody get together. Just that sounds like a wonderful way to cook and experience Ooh, the holiday. Yeah, and my grandma, she's a very famous cook. And is that how you learned to cook? Did you learn to yes. cook from your grandmother? With her, yes, with her. With her, yes. Ah. She showed me everything, how to you cut chicken. So that's why I do it here. One day when you came, I show you, I serve for you the chicken, the raw one, how we cut it. So I learned from her. And my mom, and, and also I found out myself. Right. Everything is really, I'm foodie person. You're a foodie. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. important. And then I love to cook, yeah. I have really different uh, skill, but I don't like it. I choose to cook. Well, and then all the people who come to your restaurant get to take oh, advantage yeah. of that. Yeah. So oh, that's no. great. Yeah. They help me. They support me. <laughs> yeah. Without people, I'm where I'm going to be without my customer. That's I'm true. nothing. Yeah. This place is not only I own it. No. I never feel I own it. 
everybody on it. Oh, that's lovely. They sub support me. Yeah. So have you also taught your daughter and granddaughter about cooking? Um, My daughter, she does. Yeah? Yeah, she's, she's, she's cook with me. No, she, because we have a little bit short workers because it's too difficult to find workers this mm -hmm. time. So she's like uh, 12 hours she work with me. Mm, that's a lot. Yeah, a lot, yeah. yeah. We have to, otherwise big problem. And so. so you have not spent so much time in the kitchen, although you've grown up here at this restaurant? Um, no, I don't really go in the kitchen. I'm more of, you know, the talker, you know, the server, <laughs> the communicator. That's my specialty, uh -huh. I guess. But, you know, if they do need me in the kitchen any other time, I'll go in there and help them. I'm sure it's not so unfamiliar, right? Yeah. You've watched your mom and your grandma yeah, cook my your life. whole life. Yeah. That's the best way to learn. She's yeah. starting now, though. <laughs> yeah, little by little, they're yeah. making me go in the kitchen uh -oh. and starting. So yeah. it's fun. It's a good thing to learn. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. very interesting how they make the food and how they prepare it. It's a very long process as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Anytime you're making stuff from scratch, scratch. scratch. it just takes so much so energy. So much energy and time. Yeah. 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 My own spices. I never buy outside anything to she makes her own spices. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. That's my own spice. How do you do that? That's my grandma. I spice I do it what she do it. The whole world spices and then I roast it light roasted in a cayenne pepper and uh -huh. chili pepper and quality paprika uh -huh. because I want to make it mild, not uh -huh. too hot. And then I ground even fenugreek. You know fenugreek? No. Fenugreek. What is that? Very important people, they don't know that, but fenugreek, that means, uh, I show you later, I have it, the raw. Is it? Um, it's good for you. It's medicine, but spicy, like black cumin. Oh, okay. Black cumin is very, very good medicine. It's spicy also, uh -huh. and cumin, white cumin, black cumin. Oh, I've uh, never seen that. The whole spices, we're going to go in the kitchen, I show you. And then I roast everything, and then onion, I roast it by a little bit, I massage it with oil, uh -huh. and then I roast it, and then ginger, a lot of ginger, a lot of garlic. Mm. and. I ground that uh, where I roast the spices mm -hmm. together, huge. And then I roast it and then make them together. And then I blender the, the ginger, everything. I process by machine uh -huh. and then together and then I paste it. And then I storage it in the big refrigerator. Then when you smell that thing. Oh, it must be amazing. Oh my God. And I make my hot sauce like awazi, mm. green awazi, that means alapino. Oh. And then I make it paste. And I have another hot sauce, my, like, what do you call it? Oh, Tabasco? No, no, not, not old. <laughs> no sugar, that, that's my own. Oh, Just right. cayenne pepper, mustard seed, ginger, garlic, and Ethiopian spices, Ethiopian basil, dry basil. Uh -huh. And then I make them together. So delicious. 
I'm so, getting hungry, and I'm and I have to say that even though the restaurant is closed and no one's in the kitchen, mm-hmm. that when you walked in, you could smell the spices. Yeah. 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 So they're so <laughs> aromatic and yeah. just yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. So when you cook a dish, is there a base that you use and then add layers of spices on that, or does it depend on the dish? You want me to simplify it for you? Yeah, could you? So like. When you cook your doroa or your yabeg, um, what do you start off with? Do you start off with the oil and then you put the spices and then the onions? First like onions. How? Onion. A lot of onion. I put them in the big pot and then I put just a little bit water I drop and then I cover it steam. And then I open it and let them dry and then I put very good uh, quality oil. oil. Sometimes cornella oil or olive oil, little bit. Uh-huh. Then cook them slowly. Look like very nice golden uh, brown. Just mm-hmm. look like yes. Uh-huh. And then I put that paste spicy. I put in there and then I put uh, tomato paste. So it sounds like, first of all, that it takes hours and mm-hmm. hours oh, to make one, this? Uh, one day, full of days. Yeah. I paste this one. And then when I put that one, and, and then I put very good red wine. I Ooh. put it in there. <laughs> yeah. And then I cook it, and then that should be, uh, I draw what? That means chicken stew, uh, beef stew, beef stew. So that's kind stew. of the base for all these different yes, kinds of stews. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And then another one, I have another one, but without spicy people do. They don't eat spicy. Americans are weenies. <laughs> they learn it. <laughs> Some do. <laughs> they do. Spice is good for you. You can't be sick easy. It's protecting many, many things. Yes. Spice is good. I can't live without spice. <laughs> Never. With my injera, the injera, the bread. Yeah, tell me about that, because there are, I'm sure that I have listeners who really have never experienced Ethiopian food, mm-hmm. and that's like the base of any meal, right? Yeah. And it's a type of bread, but not mm-hmm. the kind that one would normally think about. Mm-hmm. does not come in a loaf. Yeah. So maybe you can tell me a little bit about Njera. what it is. Yeah. The injera, when I came first, 1981, two weeks, I was crying. And then when I got that bread slice, American bread, I didn't like it. I'm sorry. So what I'm going to do? And then I, I ask my people, they show me flowers or purpose flower. Yeah, right. And too many dark flower. I choose uh, dark flower, the wheat, mm-hmm. wheat dark flower and or purpose flower and rice flower. Beginning I start. Mm-hmm. And then I make it dough. I don't have yeast. Oh. And then they told me this yeast. No, I don't want to use that one. I need natural, my people, what they do it. And then two weeks, I make dough. I make dough. Throw away. And then, then oh, I you make the Oh, you had to try so many times? Mm-hmm. Uh. Yes, many times. I make the injera. It's not good. It's just throw away. I leave the yeast. And then finally... Three weeks, I got the real injera. Well, you had patience. Yes. And still determination. I'm using it. I never throw away, still I did. Guess what? My customers, they found it. It's medicine. That is natural yeast, just here. 
because no sugar, no oil, no nothing. Then the the when you it is clean you out. It's mm. very very good. So really healthy for you. Very, very. That's it. And then after that, when I came first, they connect me with bubble kid. You know bubble kid welfare. Uh, yeah. Welfare, and then you go there and then sit down long time, and then because I don't have a job, they give me for rent, and food, and then I didn't like it. <laughs> And then I quit, and then I just I announced my people, okay, from now, you know, there is no Ethiopian food here. You want to buy for me injera and what? Everything I prepare my house after school. That's why I started. So that's how your restaurant started. Yeah. You just started cooking for people in your building yes. or in the neighborhood? Yeah, the whole Ethiopian people, they... How did they find out about you? And just small, uh, small <laughs> community. community yeah. yeah, and then we get together all the time, and then I make two hundred a day, three hundred. I get rich. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so that's why even I meet my husband because this food. Did he come to one of your restaurant? No, they did. He's in Hyde Park University. He's a PhD uh, uh -huh. student. And then they want for university, they want different ethnic food. And they call me, they, somebody recommended uh -huh. for them, and then I cook for 50 people. And then they can take them out. And then they love that food, and then they <laughs> come between him, Ethiopian, a friend, and then that's what. Yeah, so. That's I, a good love story. Yeah. Meeting over food, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Also in South Americans, America's good country. People is good. Too many Jewish people they support me. Too many. I work for them, they support me. Yeah. Can you talk it sounds like when you were young you celebrated all the Jewish holidays, you had a oh, very yeah. religious home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so since you moved to America and had to kind of make adjustments for how you made food and, and just how you thought about your life. I'm sure there were changes or adaptations that you needed to make. What are some traditional things that you do for the holidays? And are any of those things a little bit unique to, like would, would I as an American think, oh, I, I didn't know you do that. Are there some traditions or, and some food that's different than the usual Ashkenazi Jewish way of eating for the holidays. Yeah, yeah, I never done my myself here, but I used to go. American uh, people, they, my bosses, they invite me. Many, many years uh, I go there. And when I start to open this place, really, and I just, my, with my family, I do little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have to, too many things like uh, reading Torah, everything, but what I learn is just everything is here. It's just I pray with my family, things mm -hmm. like that. But I'm too busy. I used to go American traditional things, Jewish holiday. Mm -hmm. But I became busy and then I get lost and then I want to go back <laughs> really very badly. <laughs> Really, and I want to go to Israel, and then I want to learn more my people what they do because 
I know the whole the food is prepared, holidays they do together, they read Torah, they, they just mention about Abraham, Sarah, Moses, Joseph, whatever they do, just everything is here. I heard it. But I want to go learn more with my people, really. So, but I lost, um, I get lost, really, I get lost. I ran away from my family when I was 16. So it was very bad that time in Ethiopia. In the communist government really just grabbed uh, young people, they put in the militia. So my brother was his, yeah, my young brother, and then we ran away from that in Sudan. Sounds like a thing that you needed to do. Yeah, so I'm so glad I did, really. So after that, we came here in 1981. My people, they came to Sudan. In 1984, they arrived. Then I went to 1985 in Israel. Oh, you were in Israel? Oh, yeah, many times I'd go there. So my mom, she just passed away last year. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Just good age. She lived. She, she got whatever she wished. Her wish is to be in Israel. Mm -hmm. because, yeah, they're happy. Really. Do you ever include any f any food te cooking techniques or anything from Israel? Have you incorporated any of that in your own cooking no. or spices? You've stuck really to traditional foods. Yes, just what I do. So just really, really, really traditional Ethiopian Jewish mm -hmm. food. I do. They do many things, but whatever I do is just traditional. You no know, mix anything. You know. Some people, they do Indian people or whatever, they mm -hmm. do confusing things. No. I do just exactly Ethiopian food. My uh -huh. grandma, what she did. Yeah. And I think I heard that, maybe was it your grandmother who made really amazing challah? Challah, yes. 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 So I'm guessing she ground her own flour? Yeah, yes. We, she, she, the barley and half barley, half red uh, wheat, and together, really, she soaked water first, and then she just, she, she takes shell everything, and then she put them outside dry by sun, mm -hmm. and then she ground it, light ground it, and then she, the snack, like, cut short uh, things, green, and then she soak them overnight, and then the fine, uh, gra fine ground flour, and then she put them together. She put a lot of, like, fenugreek. Uh, she roast light and kimun, black kimun. So good. And then she mix them together, and then it just, she put them in the end, stay, I get what I call it. And she put them in underground fire. Sounds amazing. And we have special in Ethiopia, special leaf, spicy leaf. And then she put down leaf, and then the dough square there, and then she cover them by that leaf, and then she put uh, like uh, on top, and then they put fire on the top. And then they tar she turn them off. In the morning, she took them out and just go in the synagogue. And, and the hala. Wow. What does it look? And what did it look like? A like the hala that I would see in the oh store. Oh my God! What? <laughs> no, there is no nobody make it. Nobody make it. Yeah, it sounds. 
and then incredible. everybody when she my grandma barakatia we call him barakatia hala in hebrew hala but in my amharic they call it barakatia you know imagine it barakatia is hebrew too barakat barakatia so and they should took everybody just it's just delicious you know she's famous Whatever her injera, she make like shuro, shuro zat mis chickpeas. Very famous dishes, you know. Chickpeas too. Chickpeas. Did she make it? Have I had some of something like that here? Um, I've had chickpeas. I forgot what the dish was called. Was it the chickpea salad? Was it an appetizer or an entree? I think it was an entree. So it might be the the number seventeen, the shuro. Yeah. That's the chickpeas too. Maybe with the Ethiopian butter. Or shimbrasawa? Was it the balls, the chickpea balls? Yeah. Uh, no. It was just like a stew like? Yes, it was yeah, like then a stew. Yeah, then that was the shiro. Yeah. Even if that one, I can't get machine to make the, you roast the chickpeas. I know the ingredient, the spices, mm-hmm. but I don't have machine. I want just, even even I want retired, I want to make that shiro, really. If I make that shiro, if I... Company really, they used Halbi me to make that. Oh my God, <laughs> so good, really. And even what I do the paste, the spicy. Uh-huh. If it's, I sell it online, oof, so good, very very good. But I need really somebody. Really, I can't do it by myself. No, that's like a whole other project. Yeah, project. I need good company, big company. Uh-huh. And they really, they had me, they use me, really. It's going to be huge, really. I'm, I'm wishing that one, but I want to pass it. I don't care. I want not to separate. When I leave this place, it's going to be nothing. I want this, this, this thing, is going to, I want to pass it. Right, so th- th- that there is something yes. that continues that's a yes. r- part of yes. this restaurant, the part of your food. Yeah, yeah. the spices, everything. And my idea before beginning, you know, I was thinking, this is really, it's not even my future restaurant. My future restaurant is still really not yet. And then every three months I have to go to Ethiopia. I have to mix my Ethiopian spices, sure. Is that where you get your spices? Beginning, yes. yes. But after that, it's too difficult for me. It's too expensive, yeah. and I start to do my own here. So I want to just connect with Ethiopia, and I go there, the whole spices, fresh spices, fresh everything, Ethiopian things. I want to just do it, really. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So because it's close to Rosh Hashanah, the new year, mm-hmm. I've asked Zanash to share a recipe that I will put on my website. And it's going to be for a stew, a lamb mm-hmm. stew, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a very traditional kind of thing to yeah. eat for yeah. Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. And what is it called? Yebagot. Could you spell that? Y-E-B-E-G. That's Yebeg, then Wat is W-A-T. Does it mean lamb stew? Yeah, Basically. lamb, lamb stew. Yeah, the so traditional yeah. dishes. <laughs> yeah. Lamb, beef, 
Beef and yeah. chicken. chicken. Yeah. Okay. When they make wedding, huge, huge thing. Oh, yeah. If you, they don't, nobody doing that, very, very popular, traditional dishes. And so I know you're busy at your restaurant, but will you have that at home? Will you celebrate the holiday with your family and have traditional yeah. foods? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I, I cook. I'm good for other cook. You know, you know. Like Thanksgiving? Thanks, you know how I picked the uh, She can turkey? cook anything. Yeah, anything. I'm not surprised. Anything. Yeah. Anything I do, really. Chicken rice and everything. Pasta. Uh, and you cook with a lot of love? Yeah, I, I invest for my bodies, really, my food. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. can taste that. I'm sorry, we close. We're closed, sir. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry about that. She's gonna mom. go lock the yeah. door. You're popular. Yeah, yeah. even on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they say all the time. I feel sorry. Yeah, you can't he saw we were a little busy. He didn't say anything. He just walked away. I like tell. he could tell something. Yeah, he was, was like, he was like, oh, <laughs> not I just food. backed up yeah. slowly. It was, not, it was not a food thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go lock the door. <laughs> Thank you very much, both of you, for being Thank my you. guests. Thank this you. was so nice. And I think we're going to take a little tour yes. in the kitchen. Yes. Let's yes. do that. All right, so Zanash, tell me, I'm looking at all these spices. Yes. Did, did you make all of these? No, they're fenugreek. This one. What is it. Oh, cardamom. Chew it's good for you. Yeah? Yes. Chew it's good for you. It's beer. And then people, and then, uh, for example, my doctor, she told me I'm going to have diabetes. Yeah. She trying to give me medicine. No, I soak it overnight. Uh -huh. It's a bitter. I drink it one glass, and then I make the smoothie. I drink it. Sometimes good for you, for your bone, your skin. Everything's good for you. And this is cardamom. Yeah. No. 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 What is this? Fenugreek. Fenugreek. Oh, this is what you were telling me about yes. earlier. Fenugreek. Oh. This is black cumin. Oh, I've never seen anything Smell. like this. So. Oh. Do you put this on uh, bread? Isn't it a very, very old ingredient? Hasn't yes, it been around yes. for hundreds and hundreds of years? Oh my, beginning, you know, and then my spices, everything's, every, the whole, this is my spice, my food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like I told you, my hot sauce, and I make hot Ooh. sauce. This one, see, this is very, very master seed. Oh, yeah. And then uh, garlic, uh -huh. ginger, and uh, Ethiopian uh, spices. Uh, and they're all beautiful colors, like reds and yes, deep and red. Yes, deep, yeah. Beautiful colors. This, this is this is Ethiopian. Maybe, maybe everywhere. We call them Enadam. It's good. This is actually when people, they have kidney spoons. Uh, stone, Stones, uh-huh. And then they give you tea in Ethiopia. And then the stones came out with pee. And, and then chew it. What's this called? And I, I don't know in English. This is hmm. came from Ethiopia. Yeah, hmm. chew, chew it. It's good and for you, make, you. So you can make tea? tea what else would you, you make it, uh, you know. Do you put it in any of your I food? I don't want to spice my food, yes. All these spices go And then food. when I make, like, uh, for example, this is spicy butter. What is that? Look. Oh, ooh, what is that? Smell it. Smell it, Ooh, it smells great. Yes. What's in there? And it's butter. <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's a lot of butter. It's onion, deep yellow. garlic, this, 
this and uh, that you? one, black kimun, white kimun, uh, coriander, everything. And this, turmeric, uh -huh. and this is organic stuff, things. What do you make with that? You need that big pot. Yeah, the huge pot that I saw. Yeah, huge I put it, pot, and then I boil it. And then after boil it, and then I put a lot of onion. Onions, once get browns came out, uh -huh. I ground ginger, garlic together, I ground it, and then I put them in there, and then I, I roast this one and this one. Uh, where's this? I don't think so, I have it. This is my favorite spices. But what is this? I can't find it. You keep me busy. See? Ooh. Ooh, really unusual smell. Yes. And then this one, garlic, ginger, you make it together, you paste it. Uh-huh. Ooh. <laughs> so good. I can and tell that you love what you do. You're I just do. excited about the spices. I do. Like, you know, like <laughs> my, my grandma, she make, you know, fababi. Uh-huh. Fababi split. Uh-huh. And then this one, and then she, she wash it. She dry it in the sun. And then she ground them together. And then she make it like... Uh, a paste? No, she, she boil it, she cook it. She cook it, and then she, after she cook it very, very well done. And then she put, them in, put water on the top, and then she... She just she took like this, and then she beat it, and then just like you, you, you beat the eggs, yes. became just like this. Oh, like egg whites. Yeah, like I told you, uh -huh. the this one, yes. uh, garlic, ginger, and then uh, she ground them together. She make paste, and then she put the end of. She put it, and then olive oil. She put them in the top. The very, very delicious stew. So stew. All and then you put there, fava be good for you. This is good for you. When mm -hmm. you eat it, you can stop it. Relax <laughs> like uh, yoga. Just so mm. delicious. It's Ethiopia is a really unique country. It's, our food is way different than anybody. And but so good for you. Very complex uh -huh. blending of spices and... Yes. Wow. Wait. So I want to look at one more thing. Let's see okay. if I can describe it at all. We're going to go to this side. I want to talk about the injera that you said is almost ready. Injera? Yeah. So, um, see the injera. One, two, three, four. What are those? I make injera like uh, You cook like, it on that? Yes. So that, you see that creamy uh, mix uh, dough? Yes. The dough, dough mm. looks kind of watery and... Yes. Um, and it's in a big, so huge see? tub. You see, it's not ready for tomorrow. It's going to be ready. It's going to be up like this, going down, and then I mix them together. I just, before you came, I finished to process it by that because I can't oh. can do it by my hand. It's well, too it's heavy. too big and too heavy. Too yeah. Yes. So, so, so you, you um, stir it with this huge paddle. Yes. That's about three feet tall. What yeah. you say? Yeah. Yeah. And then I would talk, I came six hadlap. I came, I put everything, the whole that things, I put everything, and then I made banjara. Well. Like, like uh, uh, maybe seven, seven seconds, eight seconds, maybe. I put together four, and just like this. 
I make a lot. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. So, hi. <laughs> so I think I yeah. think I think we I think we're done here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Before I sign off, I want to give a big shout out to my friends Rebecca and Arnie for introducing me to Ross Dashan and Zanash. Thank you for listening to The Big Schmear. Our recording engineer is Grayson Elliott Taylor, and the editor and mix engineer is Steve Robinson. The Big Schmear theme music is performed by Cavatina Duo from their CD entitled Sephardic Journey on the CD record label. If you have any questions or want to share program ideas, I'd love to hear from you. Please send your email to beth at thebigschmear.com and be sure to check out my website, thebigschmear.com, to find recipes shared by my guests. I want to wish everyone a very healthy and happy new year. Thank you and happy eating.